Good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us tonight with a conversation with me, your girl, Jackie O, as we talk about timing is everything. It is all about his timing. We are super excited about this show on this evening, and we are happy that you are here joining us. Listen, we want y'all to tap the hearts, tap the hearts, tap the hearts. Let us know that you are here on the our virtual show. Also, give us some thumbs up, give us some likes, put in the comments comment section. Let us know where you are viewing from. We want to hear from you on tonight. Again, my name is Jackie Johnson. I am the founder of Jackie O. Jackie O is a online hub for women who are looking for all natural skincare products and resources to help them to live not only their best life, but a healthy and a well life. I am also the host of a show called Motivational Monday. Motivational Monday is every first Monday of the month at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, live on our Facebook page and our YouTube channel. Tonight, we have a special show, so we will not be viewing, we will not be airing on Monday, September the 5th. However, we will be back on Monday, October the 3rd. And so on our Motivational Monday shows, we talk about everything and anything. We've talked about finances, parenting, mental illness, marriages, imposter syndrome, uh, careers, you name it, we have talked about it. We have had women on our show from all over the world. We've talked to women from Japan, the Philippines, Kenya, Ghana, and of course, right here in the USA. So Motivational Monday is just that. It is motivating and inspiring women to live their well and healthy lives. I am also the founder of the Glow Collection. The Glow Collection is an all-natural skincare line that that is good for your skin and the environment. Because listen, we got to make sure we take care of this planet that we're living on. I am the a wife. I am a mom of four. I am a genie. Genie means grandma, okay? Because I'm still young. So I am a genie. And I am very active in my community. I serve on the Denton County uh, Democratic Party. I am an author of two devotionals, and I love serving women and people. I love serving people. So again, thank you all so much for joining our show. Timing is everything. It's all about his timing. Who is his timing? Uh, God. God's timing. So I hope y'all are ready. Again, y'all tap the hearts, hit the likes, hit the thumbs up. Let us know where you are viewing from. Let us know that you are here in the place today. All right. So are y'all ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? I am getting ready to introduce my four amazing, phenomenal, oh my goodness, I mean, there's just so many things, so many words that I could say about them. But I hope you have your notepads and your pens because, listen, these ladies are getting ready to bring it. They're getting ready to bring it. And we want you to catch every single nugget that you have. All right. They're coming in. Good evening, Tiffany. All right. We have some someone that is watching from Navasota, Texas. All right. Welcome, 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 ladies. Come on in. Come on in. Uh, again, before I get to our our guest, I wanted to share with you something that we're going to be talking about. Again, like we stated, is timing is everything. And I want to put emphasis on the importance of waiting on God and timing, trusting God and being at peace 
in your waiting period. We're also going to talk about the power of waiting because listen, there is power in waiting on God's timing. So here we go. We're getting ready to introduce our very first guest as she comes on in onto our virtual stage. And that is none other than Lady Carolyn Burrell. Lady Carolyn Burrell is the first lady of Harvest Time Ministries Church in Georgetown, Texas. She has been married for 54 years to auxiliary Bishop Robert C. Burrell Sr., who is also her pastor and the love of her life. Mm, yes, Lady Burrell serves alongside her husband in the ministry faithfully, and she is a faithful and a dedicated worker as she's serving um, alongside her husband in ministry. She has seven children, 23 grandchildren, and two great-grandchildren. Lady Carolyn enjoys baking, gardening, and hosting friends and family at her beautiful ranch in Liberty Hill, Texas. Welcome to the show, Lady Carolyn Burrell. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here with us. I'm glad. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And y'all listen, Lady Carolyn, I'm going to call you Lady Carolyn today, but she's my mother, Lady Carolyn. All right. Um, next, uh, our next guest is Dr. Sandra Rice Hardy. Dr. Sandra Hardy, I'm sorry, is the president of Rice Development LLC. She has over 25 years of construction, consulting, and real estate development experience. During her career, she has successfully overseen and completed over $500 million in construction and development projects across the U.S. Dr. Sandra has received numerous awards and recognition, including founding and leading one of the nation's top 100 largest Black businesses by Black Enterprise Magazine. She is a trustee on several corporate boards in the U.S., providing vision, strategy, and corporate leadership. Dr. Sandra received her Master of Science from Medellin College and a doctorate in organizational leadership from Pepperdine University. Dr. Sandra is the First Lady of the House of Judah Ministries in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and the Director of the House of Judah Women of Power Ministries. Welcome to our show, Dr. Sandra. Thank you. Thank you. We're so happy to have you here and to join us on this evening. All right, next we have coming on up to the stage is Hallie Sinet. Hallie Sinet is a licensed credential evangelist and lecturer of personal development and training based on Christian theology, psychology, and biblical disciplines. She is the founder and director of Gideon Institute International, a biblically-based training and development institute, and she hosts a weekly social media live biblical interactive segment, study segment, I'm sorry, GII Connections. Mrs. Sinet is also the principal instructor for GII Classroom, an online virtual classroom learning experience focused on preparing lives for optimal living and great life experiences using biblical principles. Welcome, Hallie Sinet. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be here. Glad to be connected. 
Yes, ma'am. We are connected, connected. And last but certainly not least, we are bringing to our virtual stage Brenda Burrell Chandler. Brenda Burrell Chandler is a licensed master social worker in the state of Texas. Brenda is also an instructor at Our Lady of the Lake University, where she teaches social work to bachelor and master level students. She is employed at one of the nation's largest healthcare companies and management working in end of life care. Brenda sits on the East Cleburne board as a board member. Brenda is a wife and she serves alongside her husband in ministry and they have five beautiful children together. Welcome Brenda Burrell Chandler. Thank you, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Thank you, thank you. And y'all listen, let me tell y'all something about this crew. We're family. <laughs> Did I tell y'all that? Okay, I'm just going to tell y'all that so just in case you didn't know, you didn't see the resemblance or something. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we are family, sisters, first cousins, aunts, mothers. I mean, hey, we are up in here. So thank you so much. And timing truly is everything because these ladies are super busy. So for us to all be able to be on this one segment at one time, hey, that's some great timing. I'm just going to tell y'all it's, it's some good timing happening. So again, we are going to go ahead and we're going to hop right into our show. And some of the highlights that we will be talking about tonight, I talked about a little bit in the beginning, but one of the things we're going to be talking about uh, and covering is waiting on the Lord requires patience and trust. We know that we are living in a time to where it is a microwavable, quick, fast, and in a hurry. We need things right now to happen, but we need to to know that there is power on waiting on the Lord. And while we're waiting on him, that requires patience and trust. Another thing we're going to highlight tonight is waiting on God reminds us that he is in control. It doesn't matter what the situation looks like. It could be chaotic all around us, but just know that God is in control. You're not in control. I'm not in control. He is in control. And waiting on the Lord allows God to do his work. Yes, it allows him to do his work. Why? Because his work is the best work. His timing is what? Everything, because it's all about his timing. And then waiting on God increases our strength. It helps, it builds us, and we become more connected with God when we are waiting on him. And so we're going to talk about all of those things on tonight. We're going to cover those and as we're having this conversation with these ladies. And if you all have comments, if you have questions, please feel free to put them in the comment section, and we will do our best to um, facilitate that, we'll, to answer your questions. So please, again, tap the hearts. Let us know you're here. Give us some thumbs up. Share this video because it is going to bless someone. We know that it is going to bless, bless you. All right. So yes, we have them coming in. Thank you so much, Phyllis. Phyllis is in the house. Um, oh, we have Chanel Scott watching all the way from New Orleans. Yes, ladies. Thank y'all for coming on in to our show on this evening. So if you're ready to get this show started, y'all go ahead again. This is going to be very interactive. Our guests are going to be interacting with you 
as well. All right, thank you so much. Okay, Casey, one of our family, our cousins, she is all the way from Houston, Texas. She is in the house. Thank you, Casey, for joining us on this evening. All right, well, we're gonna get our very first question started with Lady Carolyn. Are you ready, Lady Carolyn? So our very first question, <laughs> our very first question tonight is because again, audience, for those of you that are just joining, we are talking about timing is everything. And we're talking about God's timing. That's the timing that we're talking about is his timing because it's all about his timing. So Lady Carolyn, what does it mean to wait on God and what is involved when we're going through that process? Well, waiting on God means, can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Yes. What does it mean to wait on God? It means that we have to wait to hear instructions from God. When we pray and ask God for a need that we have or for healing that we that we need, we can't just jump into something, you know, into it, on doing it on our own. We have to pray to God and wait for an answer from him. And sometimes it takes, it may take a day, it may take a week, a month, a year, but whatever it, it takes, we should wait patiently on the Lord uh, to hear from him. Because if we jump and do something ourselves, we can mess up. But when we wait on God, we know that everything will turn out just perfect. Amen. I like how you said that, too, about when we jump ahead, because a lot of times if you don't, people that are in a hurry and they don't want to wait, they do just that. They jump ahead, they step out, and it may be the right thing to do, but just not at the right time. So exactly. I like how you, um, that comment that you made. Any other ladies want to chime in? Yes, I, I will chime in. So you know, when I think about waiting, I mean, we wait all the time, right? We wait to fall asleep at night. We wait for responses from emails. We wait on our paychecks every week. We wait on Amazon deliveries, right? We just, we're always waiting on something. Yes. I know I am. I got some packages today. But when I think about waiting on God, you know, I think about what it means to hope you know, to anticipate having a sense of expectancy, you know, something that I'm waiting for, that I have prayed for, that God has promised me, I am waiting on that to come to pass. So for me, it means that I have to have that faith as well. When I'm waiting, I have to have faith to know that God is going to fulfill those promises that he gave me. So yeah, we have to learn to wait. Nobody likes to wait, but it is necessary. Absolutely. You know, Jackie, I, I was thinking about this, you know, as, as Britta was talking about the weight. One of the things that really it really requires um, uh, to really wait on the Lord is you're going to have a sense of peace. You're going to have you're going to have to find a sense of contentment somewhere because waiting is not easy, especially if you're high, strong, your A type personality. Waiting can be very strenuous. And, and, if, you, and if we're not careful, uh, waiting can uh ignite stress in us if we're not careful mm -hmm. um so it's it you know waiting is going to require a sense of contentment a sense of peace mm -hmm. and you got you just got to sit and get and that's where the trust comes in it's going to be all right yeah i agree mm -hmm. with that yeah absolutely absolutely um being in peace and knowing how to be in peace 
and just to wait. And when you said that being peace, let it kind of elaborate on that a little bit about how can they do that? Because some people are like, oh, well, how do I wait in peace? How, how do I, what, what do they need to do? What does that involve? Well, wait, being in peace is going to, you're going to have to work on some emotional, emotional side of you. Um, you know, when, when you're at peace, you're going to have to start considering what's your, what are your stimulants around you? What causes you to get unnerved really easy? You have, to, you have to start keying in on your triggers of what makes you anxious, really. And what and when you identify what makes you anxious, then you can begin to, to adjust those things in, in a way that it will uh, eliminate the stress and take you into a realm of peace. But you have to identify the triggers which interrupt your peace. That's good. I, yeah, that's real good. I like it. Yes, we got the comments coming in. Wow, so powerful from Tiffany. Um, uh, Miss Woods, because I don't want to mess up your name, said, yes, it can. Yes, that is so true. That that was really, really good, um, Hallie. Yes, thank you, people. Thank you, everyone that is coming in as you're coming in. Yes, thank you for your comments, letting us know where you're coming from. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, we are in this timing that's what we're talking about tonight timing for those of you that just joined us on tonight um if we keep on going in that and as hallie was saying and talking about the peace and how we need to have peace as we're waiting because we do not wait as brenda was saying we do know that it's anticipation so we know that when we're waiting there's hope we're anticipating and we're waiting for god to do something for us so we know that we're we have hope that it is going to be done because he told us in his word that it would be done. And so we have that hope and we stand on that. And that's where that peace also is going to come from. Um, Dr. Sandra, I want to ask this question to you because a lot of times when we are waiting, it could be some days, it could be some months, it could be a decade. It could be a, a long time while we're waiting for that time and for God. How would you encourage someone that is in that space? Because you might even be there too, and you have to encourage someone. So how, how would you do that? Yes, thank you. I know that we have a lot of powerful people on the line, men and women, um, especially the powerful women. And uh, when you're powerful, it's an indication that there are some big things happening in your life. Or as Brenda said, there's some there's some hope because there's some big things that you're anticipating happening. And that could be, you know, you have a big dream. You have a what we call in corporate a, a BHAG, a big, hairy, audacious goal. There is something that is in your heart that um, that you have in your spirit. It could be, you know, a, a, a vision of, of life, whatever it is. But, you know, it's so important that we really understand that the timing of when it happens is important because there are a lot of things that happen between kindergarten and graduation, right? Between <laughs> kindergarten and college graduation, there are a lot of things that have to happen before you can graduate and you're, you get that responsibility or you know the proverbial car keys. We don't just give our kids car keys unless they're ready. So a lot of times, you know, there, I think about the scripture and the Bible and all that getting, get an understanding, get wisdom, because it's so important to know who you are, where you are, and what is happening. And a lot of times when you get big dreams or you have big dreams, they take time. 
And I don't think people teach us that enough. Uh, you know, sometimes, you know, we get, you know, maybe a, a, an inkling, a word from the Lord. And we're like, wow, this is going to happen. And that has happened to me many times over the years. But I had to learn that sometimes those big destiny words could be 10 years in the making. Like you said, it could be 25 years in the making because you it is so huge. It's so big. I mean, how many of you are out there in the, in the world hearing me? You have some big dreams and you're waiting for things you're waiting. But in that waiting, I want to encourage you because God is setting you up to succeed in what he has given you, right? He's setting you up to succeed. So that's where like Galatians 5 comes in, when you have the opportunity to mm -hmm. develop the fruit of the spirit, you have the opportunity to develop self-control and discipline and love, and you have the opportunity to, to develop your skills and your gifting areas. So there's a lot of time and preparation that goes into the timing of when your big dream comes to pass or happens. But you know what? I'm always encouraged because, you know, right along the way, I always see God doing amazing things. And I always see him like answering certain prayers because I'm faithful and I'm, I'm, I'm committed to the cause. If I know I have a dream, I'm going to complete it. Amen. Amen. Listen, I'm saying amen like we're in church, but that's good. Yes. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> that that was good. Listen, I'm going to put up one of these comments because we had someone, Tiffany, to ask for reference scriptures. So, Tiffany, I don't know if you are asking for reference scriptures in reference to God's timing, but I do have some scriptures. So if you have your pen and paper, um, you could jot down these scriptures. I have Psalms 27 and 14, where it says, wait for the Lord, be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. I also have uh, the scripture that was our theme scripture or is our theme scripture, which is Ecclesiastics 3 and 1, where it says, for everything, there is a season and a time for every matter under the sun. Um, and I'll give you one other one for right now is uh, Micah 7 and 7. It says, but as for me, I will look to the Lord. I will wait for God of my salvation. My God will hear me. So those are some reference scriptures that you can reference in reference to waiting on God and what the word of God says about waiting um, on God. All right. Yes. Thank you so much, Ingrid. She says, yes. Amen, Dr. Sandra. Yes. Thank y'all for being coming in. Uh, Kathy Bowman, let patience have her perfect way. Yes, let patience have her perfect way. Thank you all for your comments. Yes, y'all continue to comment. Hey, to our cousin Selena. Um, she said hello. She is on the line. Thank you for joining us on this evening. We're going to go on to uh, our next question is for Brenda, for Miss Brenda. Um, it says, uh, well, the question is, how can I love you more deeply and become more like you in the process of waiting? So how can you love God more deeply in your process of waiting? Well, I think, again, that requires faith, right? And for me, I'll just speak personally. Um, the way I love God more deeply when I'm waiting is, you know, I know he's already brought me out of certain situations. So that builds my trust in him because I've gone through different things and different challenges. And those challenges I've gone through, God has brought me out. He has seen me through. And so through that, 
I'm loving God through it because I already know that if he brought me out of one situation, he's going to bring me out of this situation that I'm in now. So that's how I learned to grow my love for God. Um, I know that his, his plan is perfect for me. I know he's not going to lead me in the wrong way. I know his timing is perfect. His timing is not my timing. And so that's why I have to continue to lean and trust on him no matter what it is that I'm going through. Amen. That is good. Does anybody else want to chime in on that? That's really good. All right. All right. Yes. And I know also in waiting on God, too, that you have to stay in God's word. You can't wait for something to happen. You know, standing God's word encourages you and keeps you going. So we have to stay in God's word and read his word and, you know, know what he's uh, learned, what he's talking about, what he's saying to us in the while we are going through whatever the situation is. So I would say just stay in God's word and just, you know, go forth from that. Yes. Yes. Because we all know that the word that is the blueprint, that is our blueprint for life. And so to be in the word, some people may say, um, because everyone may not know about being in the word. And what does that mean to be in the word? Who wants to chime in and and just, you know, for some of our people that just don't know that. What does that mean? Well, being in the word, in God's word, you know, is studying studying what he says in the Bible, studying, uh, researching, uh, praying for understanding, for wisdom, for knowledge. It just keeping your mind and your heart focused on the word of God, whatever the situation is, whatever we go through. And while you're waiting for an answer from the Lord, we just stay in his word and just meditate on it. And he would, you know, he would answer us and he would give us the direction that we need to go and what we need to do. And so if we just stay focused on that, you know, uh, I think we'll, uh, God will hear us and, and we are sincere and we're true about what we're doing. You know, he will definitely hear us and, and uh, deliver us from whatever it is that we're going through. Yes. Yes. That is good. Staying in the word and praising while you're in that waiting period. You know, you're still you're praising God and worshiping him. Even when you're going through that period, you're not just sitting stagnant. So I like that. Anyone else want to and most, and most of the time when you're going through that, you know, your answer is going to come from the word of God. God is going to answer you through his word. So when we are going through you know, and and God answers us through his word. You know, he might drop something out of spirit or we might open the Bible. We've been praying about it and it opened right to that particular scripture, what we need to hear from the Lord. So he's he's answering us in his word. So, you know, that's so that's why we should stay in the word yes. so we can know when God is speaking to us. And when we're in his word, we will know. But if we're not in God's word and we don't know anything about God, God can't speak to us and he can't answer us either. So, mm -hmm. so the word is very important. We have to be in the word. Amen. Yeah, I like what Patricia Graves said. She said, we must have a relationship with God. Studying is seeking a deeper understanding and intimacy with God. 
And mm -hmm. that is what God wants. He wants that intimacy. And that comes through the word, as First Lady Carolyn said, it comes through studying, getting to know him, um, becoming intimate with him, seeing what he says about you, knowing that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, knowing that you have dominion, according to Genesis 1, 26, you have dominion over everything, knowing the authority, knowing that it actually um, gives you a, a support system for what you're doing, whether you're in corporate America and ministry and whatever, motherhood, it gives you a support system for what you need to do and what you need to accomplish. The word of God feeds you. It's like food. So it's so important mm -hmm. to to have that um, intimacy, that time. And I love what she says about that I, I, because that's what God wants. And then I believe that's what we want. We want more of an intimate relationship. And that's where we can hear what he is saying and how he is talking to us. Yes, yes. Hallie, were you getting ready to chime in? Uh, just picking back uh, on what uh, Lady Carolyn versus uh, um, Dr. Sandra said as well, you know, we should strive every day somewhere in our day to physically take some time out. Say, look, this is the time that I'm with God in the word. If it's in the morning, if it's late at night when you're quiet, if it's when you're out on the walking track, if you're just pulling away of your, your lunch break and just going to step away and just sit in the park for a moment, just find a time every day in your schedule. It's like a date with him, just having a date with God and his word. Because, as, you know, as the ladies were saying, the more we know about the word of God, the closer we come to him. The more we the more we spend time with him, the more we know. Just like, like with your husband, your boyfriend, your good friend, your BFF. The more you spend time with them, the more you can know about them. And so that's what the word is just like, you know, God downloading himself into us. And, and then we can take that word. And even when we get to parts that we don't understand, he says, you know, God, what does this mean? How can I apply this to my personal life on a daily basis? Going back to the word that uh, uh, Patricia just put in the chat, that word intimacy, it builds that line of intimacy. Yes. In the mm -hmm. word. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. That time. Anitra said being in God's word strengthens our spiritual existence to help us endure and persevere. That's yes. so, that yeah, is yeah. so good. Again, just what everyone was saying, just that intimate time when we know that as we stated, the Bible, that is our guide. The word, that is our guide. And so we have to be in the word. That's key. That's key. Um, let's see here. Patricia, uh, she says, amen. All the answers are in God's word. If you seek me with your whole heart, you will find mm -hmm. me. He is in the word. Oh, I like that. Back yeah. to the word, being in the word, having that intimate relationship with God. And I like what you said, Hallie, too, about how we have to carve out that time. You know, we can be so busy to where we just, it, it'll slip by us. So we have to be very intentional and carve out that time to where we are spending time with God. We're spending time in prayer. We're spending time in the word and studying the word so that we can hear him and we'll know um, what he is saying to us. Amen. All right. These comments are really, really good. Thank you all so much for your comment. Bowman, trusting him is key. That is so true. Trusting God. That is all a part of the timing, the patience that we have to trust him, have to trust and know that what he says is true and it is going to happen. Amen. All right. Our next question. Our next question is, oh, this is going to be for 
Hallie, all right, here we go, here we go. Let's see if I have an answer. I'm gonna let's see. Yeah, you have an answer. (laughs) Listen, guys, y'all continue to tap those hearts. Let us know that you're here. Continue to share because this is some really great information. Oh, we have my brother on the line, Deacon Burrell. Cedric is on the line. He says he is enjoying the conversation. Yes, thank you so much for joining us. All right, Hallie, here we go. As you look back, on the steps that brought you to where you are now, how can you see God's work in them? And then the second part to that question is, why do you think God has you where you are now? I'm gonna repeat that for you. Yeah, let's start the first one first. Let's start with the first one. As you look back on the steps that brought you to where you are now, how can you see God's work in them? Well, I, I can say this beyond the shadow of a doubt, as many as many of you probably can um, agree with me tonight. It's all God's work. It's mm-hmm. all him. Uh, it, it's not him. These uh, what brought me to this place, I guess, where I am in my life now. And everybody buckle your seatbelts uh, because this is just true to me. I've learned to trust God more than I do people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been, a, you know. And along our journeys of our lives in, in, in moving and in particularly in corporate America, in everyday life, in family life, um, you know, people are sometimes there and sometimes people are not there. Sometimes they're there intentionally. They're not there intentionally. Some there, sometimes they are not there intentionally. And so sometimes we began to, to live our lives surrounded and uh, dependent upon people. And, and, you know, the Bible teaches us, you know, Men, you know, people can be flaky and I love you all. I, you know, uh, maybe some of you all have, have, have ran into situations like that. I just, if it's okay with you, Jackie, I just want to ask the question tonight, even to our audience, have you all ever ran into people into times that people let you down? Has anybody experienced that beside me before? And it's not an easy feeling. It's, it's not a good feeling because sometimes you look for people to be there and you turn around and they're not there. Yeah. yeah, that's not a good feeling. And so then sometimes you all hyped up and then, you know, you just seem like you're down. Thank you. Thank you, Casey. You understand what I, I got an identifier there. It's just somebody else says, yes, Lord. Thank you, Tiffany. It's absolutely true. Sometimes you look for people and they're not there. But uh, one of the other things it has taught me not only to, to depend on people, but not have so much confidence in them. Because we believe that people can do this, that, and the other. And we start relying on people and people's abilities. And, I, and, and you know, can I just, I'm just going to be very transparent here tonight. Sometimes those of us here who are, you know, uh, guests tonight, we've had people rely on us. And sometimes we want to be there. And, and you know, I've got some pastor's wives and pastor ministry leaders on here. You want to. But you just don't sometimes have the physical hours in the day. And so sometimes the Lord is just saying, I just want you to have confidence in me, you know, just trust in me. So that's two of the things for sure that I've learned is just to have more confidence in God, uh, less confidence in people. But this is this is one of the big things I want um, to talk about is that I've learned in my journey that God is a better decision maker than me. Mm-hmm. Amen. He can make decisions. He's he's a better financier than I am. He's a better accountant than I am. He's a better project manager than I am. He, he, anybody follow me in here? God yeah. is a 
better decision maker than I could ever be. He knows about my future. He knows about my past. He needs to, he knows how to take all of that and, and put it together. You know, mm-hmm. and it's amazing how he does take, uh, you know, he, he's a better networker than I am. You know, sometimes, uh, is there anybody out, maybe someone's out there, you know, sometimes you're looking for your network and you're trying to build mm-hmm. a good support team and a good support system. And you're looking, trying to see, can you connect to the right people? Mm-hmm. Um, is anybody can identify with me? Just go mm-hmm. ahead and tap that button and say, yeah, Hallie, mm-hmm. I understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you get good people on the team. You're trying, you're trying to build a good team. I don't know if anybody you're trying to build a good team and sometimes it looks like you get you get somebody on the team and they just fall off and you know just everything you, you thought you had a good resource and bump the bottom falls out so god has mm-hmm. taught me that listen if you just depend on me if you just spend time with me where i am now it's all god i i, I tell anybody it's all god i'm not that brilliant i'm not i'm, I'm not that fantastic so I, I i mess up i trip up i fall down so he's just right there. So if anybody asks me, how did I get here? All God. All God. Okay. As a matter of fact, and somebody just who identified with me tonight, can you just drop in the chat real quick if you can identify me with me? All God. That's, oh, that's okay. all I'm going to put it. Yeah. If anybody can say that, as a matter of fact, let's let's sit out a challenge, you all. How many yes. people that quickly can say <laughs> it's all God? Come on, real quickly. All God. Okay, y'all get to type and put it in. All God. All God. Yes. Yes. All God. Yes. Come on. Yes. Come on. You practically answered the sex. The next question was, why do you think God has you where you are right now? Because I'm yes. too foolish to do anything else. He know that I would mess up. So he yeah. had to, sometimes God had to yank me to where I am now. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just want to share this real quick experience. You know, people just always say, oh, you know, you, you're going to be this, you're going to be that. Because I hear it in your voice. I said, oh, they have bad hearing. They have bad hearing. That's something. Just because you just because you are a very vocal person, everybody think you're going to be in ministry. I say, they just all messed up. I don't like that. I just and I used to go to when I would go and people would prophesy to me, I would be so angry. I would get so angry. <laughs> I was like, I'm so tired of people trying to fit my life into something. So I would get angry. Yeah, I would. Because God had to pull me. He was he was trying to show me then, but I was too foolish to even realize. And I had to pull my life. And I start finding out, can I just drop this little piece in? The more mm-hmm. I start yielding to him. And waiting for him, the, I started finding out how more peaceful my life was, how more content, the, the level of contentment ah, began to blow my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. God just blows our mind. Yeah. Blows yeah. our mind. We need to put that in the chat that God, okay. he blows our mind. He's a mind blower. Uh, he is a life changer oh my goodness yes watch it yes yeah you know what he never and he never changes he never never lies he never lies number 20 20 23 and 19 says i'm not a man that i should lie have i not said it and shall i not make it good so he is not like man as as Hallie said, he's not like man so we can depend on him we can trust him and if he's spoken something over our lives and he's spoken the the timing of something or even if you don't know the timing you can trust 
if you stay aligned and you stay in the word and you stay trusting and prayerful that he is going to do exactly what he says. Now, it's important, I think, that we don't mess it up because we can mess it up, as she said. We can get in there and we can mess it up if we step out ahead of us, uh, step out ahead of God. So it's important to keep safety around you. I love that scripture that talks about, you know, there's safety and wise counsel. You know, there's victory. Another translation mm. says there's victory. So you want to keep people around you. You want to keep the right people around you. And you want to stay in the word of God so that you can have everything that he says, because he's going to do it. If he said it, he's yes, going he's to do, do it. it. You Amen. can count on that. You can count on that no matter what the timing looks like. That's right. And that's why his timing is the best timing. And that's why we have to have that trust and we have to have peace in knowing that it is going to happen. Because as you said, Sandra, he is a man that cannot and will not, that's all capital letters, lie. Amen. Can I ask Sandra a question real quick? Yes. You know, Sandra, have you ever had anyone come to you? You know, they said, you know, I heard this. Some Somebody told me something or spoke a prophecy over their life. And it's, it's been five years. It's been 10 years. They said, God must have lied. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think with someone like that, when they feel yeah. like, you know, it didn't come to pass, it, it never happened, and they feel like God lied. What, what how do you, yeah, you and some people, and, and that's why I started out saying earlier that so you in all by getting, getting understanding, and a lot of people get these words and get these prophetic words, and they expect them to happen right away, they expect Ooh. it to happen. They're, they expect it to, you know, if you get it on Monday, that is coming next year or next week, or, you know. <laughs> And that's in five days in five days, but that's generally not how it's designed. And so that is where Hallie people get so discouraged. That's where mm -hmm. people get to the point where, you know, they get to the point where they want to give up because they don't see it happening right away. So yeah. I think, you know, I always um, encourage people to really look at and, and, and get that sensitivity and understand, see, I'm a builder, understand the blueprint. You know, when, when we have a blueprint in front of us, I'm, I'm, in, in engineering and construction, when we have a blueprint, I know that even though we have that blueprint and it's and it's saying exactly what that building is going to be, that amazing, that amazing end product. But it's going to take some time. It's going to take engineering. It's going to take a contractors. It's going to take ordering materials. It is going to take a moder a, 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 a whole section of time to make sure it happens. So I wow. always encourage people wow. to really. Um, have that patience. Um, be open to to the timing. Be open to the process because there is a process to everything. There is a process mm -hmm. to everything, and there is a reason why there's a process to everything. Even if you bake a cake, there is a process, a time. There is heat that's involved. There are things that you're going to go through to be tested. So I always encourage people to really, really be open to the timing and and really, you know, don't give up because that's the thing. You can give up on something and it won't happen because you gave up. So that's why we have to watch those things like when 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 things don't happen in the timing, we have to watch depression. Like you said, Hallie, in the beginning, Absolutely. you have to watch that. You have to you have to get control of that emotional side. And you have to know in his word, like First Lady Carolyn said, he's gonna do it. So I just need to make sure I'm aligned and I'm doing the right thing so I can follow that blueprint. Yeah. yeah. I have a question on that too, um, yeah. Dr. Sandra, because one of the things you, you were saying um, is what I got is that at times that we're just not ready to handle the things that we desire. Mm. And God, Ooh. you know, he, yeah. I mean, that's what I got. You know, we yeah. sometimes, you know, the things that we want, it's not that they're not available to us, 
it's not available right now, but maybe we can't handle it right now. Yeah, yeah and, and maybe so, it's just not, and maybe um, Brenda, it's just not the time. It's, yes, just it's just not, not the, the time. time. And we got to get so comfortable in our own skin that we accept that. That that self-awareness is really important when you are walking out a process. You have to know who you are. You have to understand how yes. God works. And that's where we go back. We point back to the word of God. How does this thing work? Um, what did, what did uh, somebody said? Phyllis said, I think you, you can get your answers from the word. Everything is there. But we have to you know, make sure we understand that Sometimes the time is not 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 at that point. I know years ago, God had spoken some things to me when I was running my construction company. He 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 showed me a whole different like business like and this that's the lead, the leadership development. And I was like, huh, you know, like I, I trust God, I believe them, but I was like, I don't know how that's gonna happen. I I don't know how that's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. And then about ten years ago, he put a he put a put a seed in my heart. Go get a doctorate. Go get a doctorate. But I'm running a construction company. I have, you know, I'm doing everything. How, what? Four or five years later, I went, I, I said, okay, because he kept that dream. It kept, he was giving me instructions. He was giving me the blueprint. So I then I went and did it. That was a process too. That wasn't an easy process, but it was a process. And now I see, you know, I was saying the other day, I'm like, wow, I never knew that COVID was going to happen. I never knew that there was going to be a shift in my life that that in 2019 there was going to be a major shift in my life and god was saying yeah uh what i gave you that business i gave you i want it back i want it back you know like matthew 25 you ever said he gives the talents and then he then that that master comes back and says thank you so much for what you did may i have my talents back because now i'm going to give you double okay wow. i'm walking in the double i'm walking in the overflow now of what god showed me 10 15 years ago but mm -hmm. it wasn't time, Brenda. It wasn't that time. Even though I was trying to figure out, I was like, what? what is that? But I was listening when God was saying, okay, do this. Take this mm -hmm. step. Because I couldn't get to this place that I am in 2022 and then now say, okay, well, I need a doctorate. Oh, well, I need the credibility. Oh, I need, no, I had to, he had to start preparing me then. So he prepares us on this journey. And wow. we have to trust that there is a blueprint. And in, in, in building anything, the engineering is the most important because if that mm. building is off by any eighth of an inch, the whole thing is going to, is, is going to be compromised. Mm. Yeah. God is specific. He's pinpoint accurate. So we have to trust him. Yeah, mm. man. Yeah, that's good. You know, as you were saying that, Sandra, and you talked about the pandemic that reminded me of a testimony that I have when going into the pandemic, I was looking. So let me back up a little bit. When I first moved to Austin and I was looking for a job, I had two job offers that came. It was one for a church and it was one for an engineering firm. And so I remember calling my really good friend, Lady Gail Johnson, and I was telling her about it. And I was like, oh, I really want to take this other one because, of course, it was more money. Right. But we all know that God, he sees way ahead. We don't we oh, yeah. see only what we want to see at that moment. So anyway, she began to tell me, she says, you need to take that job at the church. And I said, did I not tell you how much the church was going to be paying <laughs> and then how much the other company was going to pay? And she said, have you prayed about it? And I said, well, not really. She said, okay, well, you need to pray about it and then come back and, you know, tell me what. So anyways, to make the long story short, I took the job at the church. 
So as time went on, the whole time I was in the Austin area, I worked for the church for a little over six years before I moved. And um, so, but along the way, I decided, oh, I need another job because I want to do X, Y, and Z. I want to make money, more money to do this, 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 and this. And I began to look for another job. And this was right before the pandemic, maybe a year leading into the pandemic. And I remember telling my parents, I said, man, I don't understand, like, you know, either I'm overqualified or it was just always something or I didn't get a call back. And I was like, I just don't get it. The pandemic happens in March. So I just left it alone. I said, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna stay here and I'm gonna wait. Well, God, again, he already knew, he already knew what was happening and what was coming, which was COVID-19, the pandemic. The pandemic came and I worked that job. And for almost a whole year, I worked from home and really only worked maybe five or 10 hours a week, but got paid for 40 hours a week. That's Not awesome. only did I get paid for 40 hours a week, my insurance kept going. We never missed a beat. So it was mm -hmm. all God's timing. You see mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So if I would have uprooted and just moved without waiting on God, because I saw it my way and I wanted it my way, I would have messed up some things. You know, I may have been unemployed, had to go and get unemployment, but we never missed a beat. Not only did we not miss a beat, we even took a trip, a spring break. I mean, we was doing all kinds of things over there. But I said that because we're talking about timing and how if we move when it's not time for us to move, we can mess up. And what would take us maybe a year or two years, it would take us much longer to get back around because we moved and we uprooted before it was time. So we have to know and we have to follow that blueprint, as we were saying, which is the word of God and follow and have an intimate relationship with him so that we can hear him when he is talking to us on when we need to move and what we need to do. Jackie, I, I know that we're I know we are wrapping and moving quickly tonight, but there's one thing that I just keep hearing um, through this thread. It's about hearing. So a part, it, it leads me to understand, I, I'm convinced here more than ever, that one of the key things to understanding the timing of God is to know how to hear God. Mm. That's good. If you want to, if you want to embrace the timing of God, you've got to learn to hear his voice. You've got to not only hear his voice, but recognize his voice. I, you know, I heard Sandra talking about some things as if what if she hadn't listened? Uh, Brenda, what if she hadn't listened? Uh, what if she hadn't listened? You, what if you hadn't listened? And and so and that's one of the things that I think we often struggle with is hearing God. But I have a question for the audience tonight real quick. You all, what are some of the things that hinder us from really being able to hear God's voice? Can you all help us with that tonight? What are some of the things that people encounter that prevents us from really beginning to hear and to recognize? Sometimes we have a problem with, I believe, recognizing his voice. And then, so we can't hear him because we can't recognize him. So what are some of the things that you think people run into that, that prevents them or hinders them from hearing and recognizing God's voice? Anybody, can, can y'all help us with that tonight, audience? You drop something in the chat for us, let us know. What, what, what happens? What are some of those things? I think Lady Carolyn, as we're waiting for them to come in, what was the comment that you made? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, 
Uh, people are too busy for one thing. Ooh, people are too busy uh, to hear God. Uh, to good. hear from God. Yeah. I remember um, uh, when uh, Evangelist Hallett was speaking on that about hearing God's voice. One, several years ago, my husband was gone out of town in, in, in Brenham to pick up some hay, and I was here at the house working in my flower garden, getting ready to work in my flower garden. And normally I would go outside with uh, Capri on and ankle socks. But that particular morning, the Lord spoke to me in a quiet, still voice and told me to put on some long socks. And I put on the long socks, my husband, some big socks, and they were bubbly on my legs. And I put those on with my tennis shoes. And I went outside. I was here by myself, watering the yard. And I said to myself, well, I just... I put them on. I didn't know. I just put them on because God said it. I heard this voice. And when I went out and I was backing up watering, I felt something heavy landed on my leg and it was a crunch because it had bit the sock, crunched the sock. And when I looked down, there was a rattlesnake connected to the sock and resting on my tennis shoe. Wow. And then I began I was here by myself and I began to call on the name of Jesus. And I began to say, Jesus, Jesus, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. And I was, it fell on my right foot and I was shaking my right foot. And I began to keep calling on the name of Jesus. And the snake, the mouth of the snake opened and released from the sock and fell down on the ground. My and it God. curled up like it was going to jump on me, but I ran around from it and ran around the house. Mm. Had not I listened to what God spoke mm. to me, the little still silent voice that he said, Ooh. put on the sock. Had mm. not I listened, took time to put on the sock, the snake would have bit my leg. Mm. And I was here by myself, so I probably would have panicked because I panicked when it bit the sock. Wow. Got myself in the car, drove myself to Round Rock to the hospital, but they examined me and wasn't the snake didn't penetrate my skin. But I just mm. thank God for for the word for listening to God's voice. Yes. Because when you listen, yes. when you are in the word and you know you don't have all these uh different uh things occupying your mind and the space, mm. you can hear God, you can hear from God, you can hear word. Mm. And had not I listen to him and obeyed what he said to do tell me to do i would have gotten bitten by my on my leg my so God. it's very important that you know when you hear god speaks to you you know you do what he tells you to do my so, god my goodness yes yes listen that yes yes we have to we have to hear from him listen we have some comments coming in uh, let's see uh, the question was, what hinders us? Correct, Hallie? Yes, yes. All right. So we have Jacqueline Porter says, the noise from life, the noise from life that hinders us. We have April Sanders says, a lack of an honest relationship. Oh, that's a good one, April. That's, that's a, good a good one. one. Yes, mm -hmm. that is a good one. Cheska, lack of prayer and fasting. Oh, that's a good yeah. one too, because some really come by prayer and fasting. We know that. Yeah. Um, Anitra, distracted by work and social media. Oh, Anitra. Yes, that, 
Yes. Thumbs up on that. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Let's see, Tiffany, not making time for him. Yes, Tiffany, not making time. And that goes back to what we said earlier, how we have to be intentional about our time and spending time with God. Let's see here. Casey says, staying too busy with life. There's so, that's a good one because we are all so busy busy. running around doing all kinds of things. Um, Chanel, not spending enough time with God to know or hear his voice. Yeah. There we go again, Allie. There's that hearing his voice. There's that Lady Carolyn saying, knowing him. Um, Ingrid, our own desires. That's a good one. Ingrid. Yeah. Our own desires can keep us from hearing. Yes. Wow. We have some good ones coming in. Powerful comments. Not focusing on God while listening to God. Tell us now. That's good. good. Okay, I'm gonna reread that one. Not focusing on God while listening to God. How does that work, y'all? Brenda, I'd love to hear your take on that. How does that work? Wow. I mean, not focusing on God while listening to God. That is, I just need a t-shirt that says that. Um, Okay. Yeah. 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 Basically, you you're listening. But you're not you're not putting that into action what you're hearing, yes. right? Ooh, and so, and yeah. that's that's the problem is that you're you're not focusing on him because there's so mm-hmm. many distractions all over, and mm-hmm. because you're so distracted, you're missing what God is saying. Wow. So yeah. that yeah, wow. yeah we wow. we have yeah. to focus on on what God yeah. is saying to us um, and not be so distracted. There are so many distractions. We are all so busy. And I mean, I'm, I'm going to say, for example, this morning, you know, every morning I'm I'm driving, I'm listening to my devotion on the way to work. And by the time I got to work, I don't know what that devotion said. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. your mind is not present. Yeah, you're not present. Yeah, we're not present. Yeah, we weren't present. It was playing. I was thinking about, it's raining right now. What am I going to eat for lunch? But the whole devotion played, the scriptures Ooh, read. And so I was not focused on God. Great example. Mm, that is great. That was a really good oh example. Oh Thank God. you so much, Phyllis, for that comment. That was that was a good one. All of them are good, but that that was a really that was a really good one. Because how many times did that happen to uh, all of us? Yeah. You know, like, I think I can raise hands, feet, everything, because... I think that happens to all of us um, from time to time. Let's see here. Um, Taryn says, sometimes I feel like it's my own thoughts and not God's voice. Oh, that's good, Taryn. You for your own voice. What do y'all think about that? That is your own thoughts and not God's voice. What do y'all think about that one? And, you know, Taryn, that was one of the things I was thinking about. We have to learn to distinguish gotten to know God's voice so we'd be able to distinguish him speaking from our thoughts from God's thoughts God's voice our voice our friend's mm-hmm. voice our leader's voice we've got there has to be some distinction but the question is how do we distinguish I think that's the question on the table I don't know I mean what, what do y'all think <laughs> how well, do we I- distinguish I think, you know, one of the things that we have to do, we distinguish because we have to be connected to God. Oh, that's it. You know, we have to stay connected to God. I mean, every morning we wake up, we need to ask God, God, what is your plan for me today? 
-hmm. What is it that you have that I need to do? You know, what is your path? I mean, we have to stay connected in everything that we do in our emotions and our lifestyle. If we don't stay connected, then our own thoughts are going to get in the way. Mm-hmm. And we stay connected by saying in the word. Ah, That's how we stay connected to God. Amen. Amen. Listen, I just got a text message. Hold on. Let me see. I just got a text. Somebody just texted me and said passive listening versus active listening. Ooh, what y'all think about that? That's from Dr. Robert Jr. I'm just going to go ahead and say his name since he's going to send me a text. That's what I was doing this morning. That's what he was saying. That's what I was doing this morning. Yes, passive listening versus active listening. That's a good one. Yes, that's exactly what you were doing this morning. Wow, that was good. That was good. Let me see this other comment really quickly. Uh, uh, Let's see here. Michelle says, fear, too much background noise and unbelief. There goes that trust. Unbelief, not trusting on the word of God, not trusting what he is saying. That's good. That's good. Do we have some background? I hear I hear Pastor Burrell in the background. Is he making a comment too? He just said too much. Uh, too much. <laughs> we got these too much background noise from the world. Too much background uh, noise from the world. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Too much background noise from the world. Wow. These are those are some really good comments that came in, y'all. Let's see. Uh, oh, here's a good one. Let me let me do this one really quick. Uh, Patricia said, God always gives warning signals. We are sometimes too stubborn and want to do things our way. We Mm. ignore the alarms. God's word and God and God's spirit. We ignore the alarm. That's good, Patricia. That's That's excellent. Now, when y'all hear the fire alarm at home, right, y'all know you need to move quickly. Right. Come on, Jackie. That's good. <laughs> you need to move right. quickly. You need to get 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 mm-hmm. on up out of there. So when we have these alarms and we have these warning signals that God is sending us, why don't we move quickly? Why right. don't we get it? Put some fire up underneath us. That's a good mm-hmm. question. That was really good, Patricia. Thank you so much. Let's see. Tamisha says, absolutely have to seek him early in the morning. I agree. Yes, we have to seek him and ask him, what is the plan for our lives? Oh, yeah. here April said, like the Israelites. All right, April. <laughs> Anitra, ignoring him. All of us are saying the same thing, the same thing. We are hearing the same thing as you were saying. We need to be really at the end of the day, we need to be connected. We need to be connected to God. We have to have a relationship with him for us to hear from him. We have to have that relationship and we have to nurture that relationship. Let's um, as we're wrapping this up, because we have so many comments. Oh, my goodness. Y'all. Thank y'all so, so much for the comments. Phyllis. Phyllis says, I love that Brenda stay connected. Kathy Bowman says, um, lean not to your own understanding. Oh, yes. That's really good. Chanel, amen. Practice listening prayers. All right. Yes, they are coming in, y'all. Thank you so much. Um, Let's see here. We have another comment that says, God speaks inward. You can hear him in the ears of your heart. It will line up with his will and his word. All right. Thank you for that comment. That's coming in from our YouTube channel. And then we have Tamisha. Wow, that was a good one. All right. Yes, y'all. Thank y'all so much. 
as um oh here's cheska let me read cheska's really quickly cheska says uh waiting for one's leader to provide an answer only god can give oh yes that's a good one because that's sometimes good. we you know are seeking answers from other people but god yeah. is the one who gives the answer it's true all right all right okay ladies this has been so good Dr. Sandra sent me an email the other day and she was like, girl, this is going to be powerful. I think we're going to need more than one hour. <laughs> I think we're going to need two hours to do this. I'm thinking, girl, I'm thinking to myself, yeah, we probably will. But, you know, we're going to have to do a follow up conversation. We have to do a follow up. We'll have to do a follow up conversation. Tiffany Jefferson says to keep our mind on Jesus. So as we are wrapping this up, y'all, as we are wrapping this up, I am going to just ask you a question to all four. And that is, well, not a question, but what would you like to leave our audience? What is some last words that you would like to leave our viewing audience on this evening? We're going to start with Lady Carolyn, then we'll go to Dr. Sandra, Brenda, and then Hallie. Okay, the closing, the, the closing remarks, so the last word that I would like the to leave. The last words that you would like to leave with our viewing audience. Yes, ma'am. Okay, even though we think we know the right timing, we still must depend on God. Only he alone knows the right timing. God rescues us in his timing and not ours. Exodus 2, 23 and 25. So wait on the Lord with patience and give him the glory. So we must wait on God. That's awesome. That's that awesome. is awesome. awesome. Wait yeah. on God. Wait on God. All right. All right. Well, my, my closing remarks, and this is this has been so amazing. And I did say that we're going to probably need two hours because I know that this was just a very robust uh, topic yeah. that we could have gone a lot of different places. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, it's really flowed really beautifully. But uh, one scripture that I would leave from this, and we talked about Ecclesiastes 3 and 11, everything is beautiful in its time. God makes everything beautiful in his time. And so it's so important that we as men and women of God, that we seize the moment, that we do not allow opportunities to pass us by because he's gonna give us opportunities to grow into the things that he has promised us, the things that are in our hearts, the dreams, the vision, the goals, the mission, the assignments. He's going to give you the steps, the process. So I want you to know that you are worthy of everything God said. I don't care how big it is, how it looks like, I don't know how that's gonna to come to pass, you are worthy of it. And getting in the word of God is going to help you understand that you have a divine right to everything that he says. You have an inheritance and that inheritance is already eternal. So I want to say bless you tonight. You are worthy. You are great. And you are amazing. And God says you are for me. Amen. Amen. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. Okay. My closing remarks are, I want to say again, that it's so important for us to stay connected to God. Mm -hmm. And again, we stay connected through his word. So every morning when you get up, you get up. One of the things I was in a class with Angelus um, Sinet, and one of the things she said in the class is every morning when you get up, you should say, good morning, Lord. Mm -hmm. You should greet him. You should speak to him. You stay connected to him. You stay in his word. I That's one that. way you're going to grow as well in your faith. How should we wait? 
we should wait patiently. We have to be patient when we're waiting on God. Psalms 37 and one. We need to wait expectantly. You wait expecting on great things from God and you stand on his promises. Psalms 27 and 13. You be steadfast in your waiting. And that's Psalms 27 and 14. And lastly, you need to wait actively. Don't be still while you're waiting. You still need to be doing stuff. Yeah. You don't need yes. to be sitting there and just, God, I'm waiting. I'm not going to do nothing until you come. No. <laughs> the word says we need to be busy. Stay yes. busy. Do what God has called mm -hmm. you to do while you're waiting on him to bless you in yeah. his perfect time. Yes. Amen. Amen. Wow. Yeah. That, wow. That was good. And okay, I know that we're getting the last words, but I just have to comment on what you were saying. <laughs> I know I'm. we're going to wrap it up, y'all, for real. But what you were saying about being busy, being busy, right? Um, mm. and in a good way, being intentional yeah. with what we're doing and not just sitting there and waiting for it to fall in our laps, but yeah. to be busy working and in the things of God busy working and praising him and worshiping him in the process, in that waiting period. I liked how what you said about that. Okay. I'm, I'm yeah, wait, one more. One, I got to add a scripture to that. Cause this, this is the scripture that I have. Thank you. Luke, okay, one, one second. Luke 19, 11 through 13, but I'm just going to read the end of it. He says, occupy until I come in all our church of God. Oh. Christ, we had to go to YPWW, young yes. people, women workers on Sunday nights. We had to say G growing grace. Oh, occupy till I come. But really that translation, when you look at that translation, it actually says do business until I come. It, yeah. it, it, it talks about how that, that Lord gave the, his workers m money or, you know, minas, which is, you know, equivalent to money. And then he expected them to occupy until he came back. So that scripture in Luke 11 is, is what Brenda is talking about. Occupy to like, I'm do business, do business with the investments that I have made in, Ooh, in you. Do business yeah. until I come. That's awesome. So I love that, Brenda. Love it. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That was good. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, Hallie. All right. We are I, I, I tell you, this has been so spectacular tonight. Um, and uh, I, I know I'm going to take about a minute, but I'm going to give 30. I want to give um, on my minute. I want to give 30 seconds to the audience while I'm talking about what I want to leave tonight. I want you to can you just drop in the chat one thing that you're taking away from what we're doing? Because we, we want to know what you're taking away as well. So yeah. if you just start dropping in the chat what you're taking away and while you're doing that, this is my takeaway. My takeaway of what I want to leave with you tonight. Here it is. Very simple. Very quick. It's, it's, an, it's, it's valuable. God's timing is valuable because it can protect you from the rattlesnake. Right mm. there. That, that's what I'm going to leave with you. Listening. Wow. God's time is valuable because it can protect you from the rattlesnake. rattlesnake. Now, Wow. Lady Carol, I had a download when you were talking about that mm -hmm. earlier. You know, what? So that's what happened to us a lot of times. Mm -hmm. We think we don't value the voice of God because God's, God is trying to protect us from things. So he mm -hmm. says, hey, wait a minute. Hold mm -hmm. on. Not yet. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, it's coming, but just, just hold on because there's a rattlesnake up there. So, mm -hmm. so he speaks to you and, and he says to us, you know, put on, I want to insulate, ah, come on, somebody catch this. I want to mm -hmm. insulate you before you go out to be busy. 
because the rattlesnake is is out there to take away your investment. Oh, um, God. Mm. Is that making sense? Yeah. So that's yes. what I want to do here tonight. Listen. Let's value God's timing because God's voice is connected to his timing. Yes. And so at the, at the end of the day, you know, when you mm -hmm. listen to God, why you listen to God's voice? Because you trust him. Amen. There Amen. it is. You will listen you because you trust him. You will listen to him and his time will become valuable. Can mm -hmm. I say that one more time, Jackie? Yes. 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 We trust God. We can listen intently to him and not be like Brenda was talking about writing to work and capturing a little bit of that and missing what God really wants to say, but listen intently so that we can avoid all mm -hmm. the things and then value his timing mm -hmm. for our lives. Because Ooh, I want cool. to say this, God has amazing things in store for you all's lives. Mm -hmm. Everybody's on here tonight. You're here not by invitation only. You're here tonight by divine orchestration because mm -hmm. God knows that he has some things up ahead and his time is going to be key for you. So yes. timing is Ooh, everything. Timing is Everything. everything. Yes, I'll put it in the chat. Timing is everything because it's it is all about his, his timing. Yes. His timing is the best timing, is the perfect timing. But we have to be in tune. We have to be connected, connected, connected to the vine, connected, connected. You know, listen, we have all kinds of messages up in here. We, if we can that we can teach and that we can preach. Everybody is chi chiming in. Timing is everything. So yeah, there it is. There it is. The timing is everything. And it's just everything. wait on the Lord. Wait on him. Wait on his timing. And be at peace while you're waiting on him. And follow the blueprint. Follow the blueprint. We have had so many nuggets, so many gems that have been dropped in tonight. We've had scriptures. And these ladies, they are available if you have any additional questions questions um, that you have for them. And what we're going to do is put their information. Uh, once this broadcast is over, we're going to put it in the caption so that you can reach out to them. And if you have, like I said, any questions, and they'll be checking the comments as well so that they can answer and be in contact with you. Did y'all enjoy it tonight? Y'all give us some hearts. Y'all put in the comments that you had a wonderful time tonight. We had someone that said um, they cannot wait for part two. I think that was Jacqueline Porter, I believe, that she could not wait for part two. So we are so, so grateful and so appreciative for each and every one of you that tuned in with us on this evening and to my special guests. Thank you all so much for being on um, this evening with us, with the conversation with me, your girl, Jackie O. I really appreciate it. You know, we normally, when we close out our shows, uh, we, we don't do this. So we're going to do something just to tap it differently um, on this evening. And we're going to close out in prayer. We're going to close out in prayer um, on this evening. And uh, L on the shirts. Okay, so the L on the shirt. Let me stand up. Someone says the L on the shirt. It's actually a hand because it's a clock. And it says timing is everything, y'all. Timing is everything. You know, we <laughs> that's what that is. That is a hand on the clock. And now if y'all want these beautiful t-shirts, just let me know and uh you can pre-order one and get one. Right. We, have we have our uh our notepads. Listen, we came prepared tonight. We came prepared. 
<laughs> so uh, again, thank you all so much for joining us. And uh, if you missed it, if you came in on the end part, y'all can still watch the replay. Please be sure that you share this video with others because it was really a blessing tonight. It was a blessing not only to you, but even to us here um, on the show. So we thank you. And so we're going to ask um, Evangelist, we're going to ask Evangelist Hallie Sinet to uh, close us out in prayer as we leave on this evening. You know, I, I just got this anchoring in me just to just to pass the torch to Brenda R. Okay. Carolyn or Lady Sandra. Any one of those. Can, yeah. All I right. I feel like that. All right. Well, okay. Okay. Which one of you? I'll, I'll pray. I'll pray. Right. Father, thank you for tonight. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you, Father, that you have given us great wisdom, great nuggets tonight, Father, to take on our journey, Father, that we are taking that torch, Father, and we are running with this word, Father, to trust you in your timing, to trust who you are in our lives, and to trust, Father, that you are a faithful, good, good Father. You are eternally good. You are mm -hmm. eternally, and you are you are eternally God for us. And we thank you for what you are thank doing you. in all of our lives. I thank you, Father, for opening up realms and new doors for everybody listening, Father. I thank you that there will be a new moves of God that we will see, Father, new yes. opportunities, Father. And we have the courage, the strength, and the, and the environment to say yes, Father. We yes. show up now with a yes, Father, as we move forth as kingdom men and women. We show up with an eternal yes, Father, because we are building your kingdom, fortified cities all across yes. the country, yes. all across the world. Thank you for every assignment that is represented here. Father, we ask that your breath, your ruha, blows on every assignment, every yes. business, Father, every ministry, every home, yes. every person in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, yes. we release your people tonight into the greater. We release your people tonight into the greater, Father. You are working. You are moving, Father. You are speaking at all times, Father. We thank you that we now open up to a new sensitivity to hear from you, Father. We will not miss it, Father. We will not miss it because we are getting on our faces, fasting and praying. All those things that have been spoken tonight in the chat by these powerful men and women of God, Father, we agree with your word. And tonight, we agree with your timing. In the ah. mighty name of Jesus, yes. we pray. Amen and amen. 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 Thank you all so much. Thank you, Dr. Sandra. Thank you, Lady Carolyn, Brenda, and Hallie. And thank you to our audience. Good night. We love you guys. And we will see you next time. Good night. God bless you. God bless you.